Welcome to Energizing Life with AKR Fitness. I'm your host, Jace, and as always, I'm joined at the breakfast bar by Lindsay. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, good. How are you doing, Lindsay? Fighting for it. Fighting for it. Good stuff. We, uh, we're settling into this. We're, we're getting into it. We're getting a bit more comfortable, mm. right? It's good. So we've done four episodes. So if you've stuck with us through the first three, you've maybe noticed a little pattern in that each episode is an extension of the one before. And the last episode, we spoke about how fitness is this infinite game and that you can't win fitness. It's, it's always there. It's forever. It's for everyone. And also that the journey is the goal. So today we're going to go through a few tips, tricks, strategies, some tools that will help our listeners sort of stay on track for the long haul. So first, we just want to introduce a few things that you should, should expect to come up in your journey, things that are, that are normal that you may think aren't. Uh, so let's start things off with normal things, normal par- parts of life that throw people off track. Mike, Lindsay, the oh. mics are open. <laughs> Sorry? The microphones are open. The mics are open. I think the, the thing like we spoke about in the last episode about stop-start cycles and people going for perfection all the time. Part of that is the expectation or the, yeah, let's stick with expectation because I can't think of another word, but people think, or the belief, that's the word, the belief that conditions need to be perfect. Yeah. You know? Um, and of course, if you're if, if it's an infant game and you can do f- fitness and for 30 years or whatever, even five years, Things that are inevitable that are going to come up are just things like bad moods, yeah. low energy, you know, not being motivated for every workout, which is totally normal. Yeah. It's like life throwing curveballs now and again and how you react and deal with them, I would say, as well. Yeah, so, so short term, like, I just can't be bothered today. Yeah. But then maybe slightly bigger, longer term things mm-hmm. like, this is an exceptionally stressful period in my work. Or, you know, we've had a few times in the gym where people have have got a dog, a puppy. Yes. And like we've had a couple of people who left that never came back uh-huh. after that. You know, yeah. other people who managed the situation, you know, and kept going. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even know how to, how do you manage the puppy situation? That's oh. a different podcast. <laughs> different podcast. We'll do another one on puppy training. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so yeah, bad moods are totally normal. I think that's probably in the D, the demotivated, the, the motivation. That's one of my, my least favorite things with, I guess it's the highlight reel is social media. It's everybody is always on it. Or every day is a good day. Every yeah. day is a yeah. good day. You never see the, the struggles. You never see them, you know, will I train? Will I train? Okay, I'm going to get up and train. Well, oh, can't be bothered. You never see that. You just see the training. So you always assume that it's, it's effortless. It's when, easy. Yeah. People just get on with it and they don't have to think twice Absolutely. about it. Like, but in reality, you said last time, motivation comes after you start. Hmm. And... I know for me, like, I've so many times when you're just like, oh, you can hear the rain on the window. You're like, no, I don't want to get, it's cozy. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to do it. But it, it's building the habit, whether or not, like, what's the alternative? It's, mm. You don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I think there's, I think there probably are some outliers, some people who are generally upbeat and positive. Pathologically most, happy. Yeah. Is, is yeah. the term. <laughs> most, most of the time, yeah, there, there probably are, but most human beings you know we're not robots 
And I think when we can accept that it's totally normal to have down days, to have, you know, bad moods, times of stress, all all the emotions are, are part of it. Yeah, you know? I think for me, like I've touched on this in the past, but I was that person that you've just explained. Happy, positive, all the time, almost edging on annoying and you know <laughs> giving out edging. <laughs> <laughs> giving out self-help books to friends that sort of thing um and I didn't have a bad day or if I did it was brushed under the carpet until I exploded yeah so you almost didn't accept that you had a bad day no I couldn't accept it couldn't accept I it. just I, I wasn't the sort of person that had a bad day it was part of who you were yeah and uh, I feel that through like the years and I'm going to touch on traveling again that that, that was a, a game changer for me sitting with my own emotions and being allowing myself to feel the negative thoughts and be okay with it and sit with it has made a massive difference to having more of a balance between the positive and the negative and being motivated and not motivated and how how to yeah how to balance that through life so what do you do when you sit with those thoughts is there do you have a process for it I think just allowing it, just a- it allowing myself to sit with it, be with it. It might be five minutes, it might be 10 minutes, it might be a whole day. But on the other side of that, I won't let it go any further than that. So I think I like to call it the pity well. You allow yourself to be in the pity well for a little bit of time so you realise why you're feeling these emotions and sit with it. However, you don't want to be in there too long because you'll get stuck. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a, there's a great book that made a difference for me. It's called The Happiness Trap. And so, like, <clears throat> excuse me, for years I was, I was reading, like, the American self-help, you know, positive, positive, yeah. positive, positive. Slight different culture to it. Yeah, and, but it, there's, there's almost, like, this idea that there's something wrong with you or something wrong with your life if you're not happy all the uh-huh. time or upbeat all the time or motivated all the time. Because, as you said, Jace, social media world can portray that. Yeah. But then also some of these, like, self-help authors, you know, can, you know, if you're not, if you're not jumping out of bed every morning, you're in the wrong job or, or that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And The Happiness Trap was the first book that spoke to me about actually accepting all of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions. You know, we're, we're human beings, we're not robots. Yeah. And he made this great point of, it was kind of like what Lindsay was saying of, you can, you can accept the feeling and you can be aware of the feeling, but you don't need to sort of become become it yeah. or attach it or you know let it become you you can mm-hmm. almost view it view it from a distance a little bit try and, yeah i understand that. try and distance yourself mm-hmm. from it yeah definitely rather than fight it you know accept the emotion or recognize the emotion mm-hmm. accept it understand it and yeah, yeah and, and then i think it's a big part if, if you're talking about living a energized life healthy and fit life over the long haul and you can say well hold on there's there's going to be days, probably lots of them, mm-hmm. when I don't feel like yeah. X, Y, Z. You know, I don't feel like doing my workout. I don't feel like eating this meal or, or whatever. Yeah. And if you, if you can accept that up front, you can plan for it. Yeah. And I think what most people do, and, and there have been some studies around this, is they make their plans based on an ideal world. Not deliberately, just subconsciously. They make their plans, so I'm going to start my health kick and I'm going to go to the gym three times a week or I'm going to run every morning, but they forget, like you mentioned, Jace, well, what happens when that, that rain's Rain. pattering on mm-hmm. the window or you hear the wind howling or whatever, or, you know, or you come home and 
there's just you know there's no food in the house or yeah. the kids have done this or that and yeah. you know so the the smart approach is is to plan for the worst version of yourself yeah we'll we'll get into that in a, in a little bit i think we've got a few tips and tricks to go for 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 planning for that worst version there's a few things i like to just bring up and maybe we're gonna have a little chat about it is another thing that throws people off track is just liking sweets and alcohol you know just liking a drink at the weekend mm-hmm. you know people people would do that and then think that's them totally totally gone yeah. which is the yeah. start stop cycle yeah, again I, I think people well here, here's another one i was reading a book last night and the, the guy was talking he's a phd and he was talking about telling the story how he, he woke up and he was being sick and everything it was a hangover and there was a part in his head that was like this is the last time that's going to happen i'm gonna you know i'm smart enough to know better this time <laughs> but also there. how many times yeah. have we said that <clears throat> he knew at the same time that it wasn't really the case and, yeah. and, and part of it is because again you're you're human so yeah. the person who does the diet or maybe they've had a big binge on food and they're so sick to death of overdoing it with chocolate or ice cream or something like that mm. and they decide enough i'm not i'm not eating this anymore in that moment it's a good idea yeah but you're <laughs> but you're human and so it's unrealistic it's no, poor yeah, planning no, because it's, it's life it's it's in us as humans <laughs> yeah. to crave sweet fat and salty mm-hmm. foods mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be far more successful if you learn to plan and work alongside uh, you know yeah. these parts of yourself mm-hmm. rather than fight them for some one-sided fantasy i think is what people go for like the, the all sunshine and rainbows yeah definitely i mean there's only so long you can plan without needing to have a beer really <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need that crisp crisp gold golden beer on a, a nice summer's day which Bring uh, it on. hopefully <laughs> it's coming soon <laughs> the the other thing i wanted to touch on was just life stress just like that that must be a massive factor for for people in time for those who have kids and i mean at the time of recording it's during covid so things like the that's the first thing we mentioned that i know <laughs> Things like uh, school and children at home and still trying to work from home. I mean, this it's got to be... Plus finding your exercise, plus trying to, you know, eat well, sp- spend time with the kids, it, just to juggle all that. And that, that even without, you know, what's going on in the world right now, that's still such a difficult thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't like to take it on. No. Not right now. But the, the question then is, so how do people do it? Yeah, it's... There's a lot of... I've got a lot of admiration for these people who, who've managed to do it so far. And maybe, maybe we can get one of them in and give us the tips for that. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Uh, I want to go back to something you said, Mike, in terms of planning for your worst self. I know you've got an analogy. One of us has got an analogy every show, so I think it's your turn. <laughs> They're usually the ones I've stolen from other people, <laughs> to, me, to be fair. I don't want to take all the credit. Now it was, it was it was one that came from Seligman Martin Seligman. He's uh, the, the father of positive psychology, funnily enough. As, a, as opposed to negative psychology. Yeah. Well, <laughs> again, going back, that's psychology. A good um, equivalent, I guess, is if you think of like healthcare. It's not actually healthcare. It's sick ill care, care sick care. Yeah. So, so typically people go to the doctor when they're not well and psychology was like that because it was looking at all these like mental conditions and problems and things like that. And Seligman came along and was like, well, let's find out what helps people flourish and thrive. Yeah, and Almost you know, dissecting the successes rather than the failures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what makes people happy, you know? Um, and anyway, 
so slight tangent there, but um, in his book Flourish, he had this great analogy about snipers. So I'm stealing it. And essentially what he said was that, that snipers can take, I think he said like 24 hours to get into their position before they shoot. And even then when they're in position, it can maybe take up to 36 hours for that right moment. So by the time the sniper pulls the trigger, he's, he's gone maybe, or she, maybe two days without food, without sleep. And so he's doing a, like a highly, highly critical task in a totally depleted, sort of terrible state. And Seligman says, you know, if you ask psychologists how they would train snipers, they would probably look for some sort of either psychological or... Um, what's the word I'm looking for, like medical intervention, yeah. you know, so, mm -hmm. so either like wake up drugs or techniques like you can, you can snap a rubber oh, yeah. band on your Trigger wrist, so, yeah. some sort of thing to help fight stay the fatigue awake, and make yeah. them stay awake and mm -hmm. feel alert. And <clears throat> what he says is that that's not actually how they're trained at all. What they do is they keep snipers up for two days and then they have them practice shooting while they're in that depleted state. So the idea is rather than, rather than fight it, rather than fight the, the difficult state, they train for it. Yeah. And, and I think that's such a great analogy in health and fitness. So rather than fighting, as we've said, try and be upbeat and positive and motivated 24-7, which is a fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Why not just accept that, geez, I'm going to that I'm gonna be down sometimes. I'm going to be demotivated de <laughs> sometimes. I'm going to have a lot on my plate sometimes because of work or, or whatever. So how do I live an energized life or you know do the basics of health and fitness in spite of this mm -hmm. so how how do we do the the basics in spite of this i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no, but, here's another analogy <laughs> there's there's uh you know there's 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 lots of things that people can do and we, we spoke first of all last episode about first of all viewing fitness as an infinite game and all of a sudden there's a bit less pressure and a bit more time and you don't need to take such drastic measures. Um, one of them, as I said, I, I guess we could take the steps. First of all, accept that it's not going to be perfect conditions all the time. Sounds obvious, yeah. but, but most people don't. They just, you know, we spoke about last, all right, in the next six weeks, I'm going to do yeah. this. Yeah. You know, but it's not. Um, and so plan for the worst version of yourself. And that could be like, okay, well, what they talk about in the research is these implementation intentions. Oof. Oh. And we call them here if-then plans. So if I'm feeling really burned out, then I do, I go for a walk or just do yeah. some stretching mm -hmm. instead of my workout. Or if I get home and there's no food in the house, then I, I eat this backup <laughs> meal instead, you know? So implementation intentions is, is one way. And the other one we talk about here is a WLWL. That stands for a When Life Works list, which is just looking at a time. Wibble. <laughs> Sorry. Wibble. Wibble. Oh. Yeah, that's a, why don't we call it that? Wibble. <laughs> um, but a When Life Works list is essentially looking at a time when things were on track in your life and what are the... Dissecting the successes. Yeah, what are mm -hmm. the three to five basic things that you do really small things that help keep you on track. And people might find it's like, well, do you know what? I'm doing the food shop. I'm writing my shopping list or I'm going to bed on time yeah. or I'm getting fresh air every day or whatever. Yeah. Can you give us some examples of what would, what would potentially be on your wibble? <laughs> uh, consistent sleep-wake routine. 
I would say. Um, what else do I, um, not having the phone, not being on my phone at bedtime. Um, typically, I don't put like working out on it because for me, it's, I'm at the stage where that's just a part of who I am. It's, yeah. it's ingrained. Mm -hmm. um, but getting out and walking, planning my day the night before is something I'm, I'm trying to work on as well. Yeah. But I think that the big picture of it, I used to... I used to be in a place where I would consistently, you know, it might be every couple of months, it might be a longer time frame or shorter, but I would find myself in a slump. And after a few days of being in a slump, and it'd be alarming how quickly it would come on, but I'd be down in the dumps and I'd be like, I need to change something here. I'd be like, right, what am I going to do? And I'd always get pulled into some drastic approach, yeah. juicing or fasting or some crazy thing. And after a while of this, I began to just realize, ah, I'm, I'm not, not doing my stuff. I'm not doing my mm -hmm. basics. I'm not stretching or sleeping well or, you know, and it was just like, rather than start some crazy scheme from Monday, it was like, well, actually from tomorrow, let's just make sure I go to my bed in time, switch off the phone. Do the things you know, that you, you know keep sure. Yeah. I would say like, just taking that into a sort of member's perspective, doing monthly reviews and working with members sort of through these things, I would say those are the, both of those tools, like if then plans and wibble. Wibble, it's, it's been <laughs> they, adopted. <laughs> they are probably the two best tools that work for our, for our members anyway, and probably the greater world, but it's it, it gives them something, it shows them that they don't have to do anything drastic. They can fall back on it. And just even saying, have you looked at your WLWL this month? If they're feeling a bit off track. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? No, I haven't. And instantly, we'll, we'll maybe write down a few things and already they've got something to go away with and feel better for within the next few days. It's, it's like a compass. The yeah. WLWL is a compass. So you stray, you stray from the path and you're like, ah, okay, there's my North Star. There's the way back. And it's so freeing because it doesn't have all that, that stuff of, right, I'm, I'm starting over, here I go again, that we spoke about yeah. in the last mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, okay, just do my stuff. Stray off track, return to the stuff. Stray off track, return to the stuff. Yeah, it's, almost, it's almost instead of like adding things to do, like, oh, I'm going to do this, now I'm going to do this, you're actually taking away things. Like, right, I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm not going to stay up late. I'm going to get to my bed on time. I'm going to... So you're, you're rather than adding more and more things for you to do and, and creating, this, yeah, creating this stress, you just take away all the it's unnecessary. simplicity, isn't it? Yeah. And, and everyone's WL, WL might be different and there might be things on there that are totally unrelated to fitness but yeah. help set the tone for your day yeah. and mm -hmm. what's going to work for you. you yeah. know? Lindsay, have you got any of those WL, WLs that set the tone for your day? It's yeah, not related to fitness? Uh, for, for me, it's doing shopping on a Thursday, um, which keeps me from getting multiple takeaways over the weekend or feeling a little bit sluggish because I've got the food there, it's fresh and I'm excited to cook. So doing it on a Thursday instead of maybe a Sunday yeah. is in my list of uh, things to work with. And definitely bed on time because we get up early, there's absolutely no way. Yeah, crumble. That, oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I'd say those two are the most important ones away from sort of the, the movement and exercise things. I think How about it, you, Jace? Yeah, it's sort of similar. I, make, I always make sure I do a food shop. I was just about to say, I think it's 
fascinating that people do food shops in totally different days for different reasons. I do mine on a Friday afternoon because I've got that Friday feeling and I go to the shop and I feel better when I'm in the shop. So I'm like, right, buying all the fresh veg, all the fresh fruit, all the good stuff, mm -hmm. rather than going on, I don't know, Saturday afternoon where I've maybe had a low energy dip in the morning and you go and you're a little bit hungry, you've not had lunch and then... You know, you go shopping hungry. Don't and you, go shopping hungry. You, know, you, bought, you bought seven bags of Haribo's, a canoe, and <laughs> all these random things that you think is going to make you feel better. But yeah, so definitely, definitely doing the food shop on a Friday, and like, I, I, I stretch every day, like I'll, whether or, whether or not I do my entire body, or if I've just picked something that's particularly just. Oh, I said that right for a change. I normally, I normally jumble that <laughs> word up. <laughs> I was going to jump a little. No, don't <laughs> Normally, it might just be hips, for example, or ankles, or something that's feeling a little bit sticky. But just that movement every day, on top of anything else, I always make sure I get that done. And I usually do it first thing in the morning. Like I'll get up my bed, do that, and then it's, you know, get the coffee machine on, get organized, get ready to go. And it just helps really set. It's it's almost like the alarm clock. It just. Right, that's it, set you, you're off. Mm -hmm. And so if we're talking if-then plans, <clears throat> if you can't be bothered stretching, then what? I just do it later on. <laughs> like, I don't have to do it at that point. But like, you do it, you do it yeah, anyway. Yeah, and it might not even be like an, a dedicated five minutes of stretching. I might be, say I'm driving somewhere, I might just lean my hand on the steering wheel and stretch my wrist. And I might just do that for both wrists for a couple of minutes or a song or something. And that's it. That's it. That's me done. I've done my done my little bit. I, I feel better. My arms are stretched. It might, you know, if you're sitting at work, you might just tilt your head side to side, get a little stretch in the neck, back and forward, loosen off the shoulders a little bit. And and what do you think makes you continue to do it then? So you obviously you're following through. As we're saying, <clears throat> important to reinforce this point. Like it's normal to not be arsed yeah, doing yeah, the same. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So so why? What do you think it is that makes you follow through anyway? I guess at this point, it's a little bit like brushing my teeth. Like, you, know, you brush your teeth every day regardless. I'd hope so. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, so, some days when you brush your teeth, though, you've got the water flossed out, you've got the mouthwash, you spend a <laughs> solid 15 minutes on it, you've got your retainer in, everything's golden. And then other days, you're just like, right, where's that electric toothbrush? Five minutes, I'm done. And Five minutes? It. So it's just... <laughs> no? So it's sometimes, like, the stretching might just be super in debt or other times I've probably forgot about it all day and just be like oh walking up the stairs to go to bed I'm like, oh I'll just stretch my quick calves here then stretch stretch so it's just I don't I don't know if it's I guess I've just built that consistency and habit over time now I think it's a good a good sort of segue into this this idea of the different types of motivation because it, <clears throat> especially when people first get into exercise as we said in previous shows it, it's like the short-term outcome they're looking for and they're usually doing it for some external reason yeah their holiday mm -hmm. their wedding you know, somebody's told them to whatever it is yeah <laughs> maybe and and with time the, the the i was gonna say the magic it's not magic but the 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 real the real results i don't know the magic. solution <laughs> the magic the magic the magic comes from when when you do it more for internal reasons that matches your values and, and uh a good example I like is emptying the bin in your house. So no one, no one's motivated to do that. But no one, in, no one even enjoys the process of it. I mean, can't speak for everybody, but it's it's not a desirable thing to do. 
yet if people value having a house that doesn't smell, they'll they'll probably go and empty the bin. Yeah. And it, and it's kind of that, that's what happens with fitness. We said before that it's an acquired taste and it might take time to move up this sort of continuum of, of different types of motivation and different reasons mm-hmm. why people do it. But eventually it comes to the point where like you and your stretching, Jason, it's just what you do. It's just, yeah. it's just a part of who yeah. I am. And that's one example, you know, speaking about not being motivated, I can think for years here at AKR, you know, I'd be down here at 5.45 in the morning, opening the doors. We'd be, we'd have sessions, you know, through till maybe a little after 10 o'clock, all buzzing, all energy, you yeah. know, everyone rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And then, and then everyone leaves. And <laughs> yeah. And you're left with me. <laughs> empty, empty building, you know, already, you know, done close to seven, uh, 10,000 steps on my feet coaching. And you're like, Ooh, okay. Breathe our something to eat. But now it's like, I've got this window where I need to get my workout in or it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would probably say most days, it was very, very challenging I to get it done. I would agree with that. Yeah. But it came down to, well, am I the sort of person that values this? And am I the sort of person that trains consistently or am I not? And if I am, well, I've, I've go got to go it get done. changed and get in the gym yeah. and get going. Yeah. And again, it... If it's a day when I'm truly burned out, maybe it is just show up, right, do you know what, I'll do my warm-up and then I'm done. Most cases, mm-hmm. yeah. as people who have exercise know, once you get moving, yeah. you're, you're totally fine. But it's giving yourself permission. Yeah. I think the person who thinks you need to be happy and positive all the time, as soon as they're not, then they're like, um, I, I, can't, not I, can't, I, I can't do it today. Yeah. Whereas if you realise that it's normal to be demotivated and it's okay to do a different version of what you plan. Like, and if that, if I'm totally burned out today, then do you know what? I'll do one set of each exercise with half the weight and I'll call it yeah. a day. Yeah. But guess what? I tick the yeah. box and I'm on, mm-hmm. I'm onward. Nine times out of 10, once you start, once you, you do that first set, you get into it and, and then you get moving and it snowballs. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got the warm up rule in, in my life. I, I say it's a rule, but like I'll always do the warm up, regardless how I feel. I would do, go in, do the warm up, and then I assess from there. And it might be a day where I'm, you know, totally burned out, and it might be a case of right, you've done the warm up, just move a little bit, and then leave. Or it could be a case of right, let's put the foot down and let's go. You ever regretted a workout? I don't think I've ever regretted a workout. No, <laughs> I don't think. Again, anybody has. Almost threw me off for that question. Have <laughs> <laughs> I? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> that's that, that's the other thing that I've I've you know when when you're in those moments when you're arguing with yourself, yeah. you're, you're battling with yourself. You know, you, you think, well, I've never regretted a workout, but if I don't, sooner or later I'll regret. Yeah. I might regret it today because have you ever had that where you yeah, oh, you wait I wish too I just long? Trained. Oh yeah, yeah. I should have just done it no, then. Oh yeah, oh. you always say that. Damn it. But also, your decision today is a vote for the sort of person you want to be. be. So Mm -hmm. you skip it today, you're more likely to skip it the next day. Before you know it, you know, a longer period of time has passed. uh, I think that's important for, I think a good thing to interject here with is small steps and wins. I think recognising, okay, I've turned up and I've done the warm-up. That's a massive win. And recognising these small steps and these wins, they're going to make you feel better. And it's going to help you keep moving forward with it, what it is you want. Yeah, I, I think a great approach for people is to tick a box. So, but actually, literally, 
literally, literally tick, tick a, a box. box. It could be on your phone. It could be on a calendar, a diary, bit of paper, yeah. special journal, whatever. There's loads of apps there. I yeah. like that. Yeah. But when you tick a box, it's not like I'm going to do a one-hour workout every day. It's I'm going to do, like your example, Jace, a, a warm-up or, you know, so your, your barrier to entry is so small that if you do the smallest thing, you get to tick the box. Just put the kit on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and exactly. If, yeah. I, if I put my gym kit on every day, I can take the box. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But because the, the thing is, it's that first start that's the hardest bit. Mm-hmm. And once your gym kit's on, God, I've oh, got it on now. Yeah, might as well. Exactly. Yeah. Do a set of squats yeah. or something. You I'm know? not taking it off again now. What's the point of that? Yeah. <laughs> Just get sweaty. Yeah. I've, I've seen me like, decide if I'm going to go for a run or something. Whilst putting your shoes on. And it, <laughs> I get into this moment of like, oh, will I go for it? Will I go for it? And I capitalize that and I quickly, I quickly get changed. My zone on. Because it's the point of no return. I'm like, damn it, now we've got to do something, you know? Yeah. Hey, you, you said my zone there. Yeah. Yeah, we use that a little bit. Okay, that's quite good for, for keeping consistency. Yeah, consistency. It's... Even... Tell, tell, tell the listener about my zone then, because <laughs> not everyone will know what it is. Uh, it's a heart rate monitor that we use here. Basically, it gamifies fitness a little bit, um, and it keeps us on track consistently, I would say. Um, so what I would... What I'm going to... Blah, so what I'm saying about my zone is that even if you're feeling burnt out or a little bit tired, they work on my zone effort points. So even if you put it on and you do a little workout, you'll get these points basically and okay. they accumulate over the month. And if by the end of the month you get 1300 my zone effort points, then you've ticked the box and you get a status. So that's why I was saying it gamifies fitness a little bit and it keeps... Well, it certainly kept me on track for almost almost three years, I think, that I'm almost at the stage of being in the Hall of Fame. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but I think just having that piece of kit has kept me consistent in many of our members as well. Yeah. I think, uh, Mike, you're the same with the MyZone. You're very consistent on MyZone. Yeah. Um, I thought you were just going to stop there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am, Jason. Yes, I am. I think it's a it's a great thing because once you've had it for like years and it's a great example that I can show to members because the 1300 effort points they're called MEPs for short but the 1300 MEPs is a minimum team for each month it's a government it's uh, based on the World Health Organization Organization. um, guidelines for physical activity so it's pretty achievable for most people to reach that number now, you can set another goal, which is far beyond it. And sometimes at AKR, we might have like, right, this month, let's all try and set a, a personal best in how many MEPs we can get. But what I like is you get a little graph and I can show show people, look, here's me absolutely, you know, getting after it and, you know, a few months really on top of things. But actually, here's, here's a few months. Well, it wasn't well that month or, you know, last year with all that was going on, I, I had a few months where I was really burned out. But I was like, but I did the minimum and I stayed on track. Yeah. And I think that's, it's, it's, again, another example of saying, well, look, it's, it's normal. It's normal to have down days and things like that. Let's, let's plan for them. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I think the, the biggest thing is the, like we spoke about last time talking about the stop start stuff, but it's, it's the, the things that people see as character flaws. I'm just not disciplined enough. I can't stick to anything. I'm not motivated. I get bored of this easily. Yeah. Like those those things that we see as character flaws are actually just normal yeah, human traits. Yeah, they're right. totally normal. Yeah, it's just learning to accept them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and moving on from them. Yeah, so you don't need perfect conditions. You don't need to be super motivated. You don't need to be happy and positive all the time. <laughs> no, well, You're a human. Those good days take care of themselves. Well, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So that's the, that's the crazy thing. So we plan. When we make our plans, we're motivated, right? Yeah. By default, I'm motivated, so I'm going to make a plan to do this. And so we, we make a plan for the, for the good days when actually the good days are the days, like you said, that yeah. take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So the, the smart approach is say, okay, I'm motivated right now, but I'm not always going to be. Or I know it around the April time is a busy time at work. You know, or teachers, the end of term. Yeah. Or I'm always burned out at the end of term. Or so let's make a plan. Or Christmas can be a crazy period. Let's make a plan for the worst version of, of you, either in the calendar or just day-to-day -day emergencies. Like, okay, what's my... I'm, I'm in a foul mood and I really can't be bothered. What's, yeah. my, what's in my toolkit? What can I pull out of this to help me... Stay on track. Stay on track or limit the amount of damage <laughs> I do to myself today. Damage limit <laughs> limitation. That's the, yeah. the, the aim of the game to live an energised life is, is just stringing together, just, just staying on track, mm -hmm. avoiding the... Not avoiding, but being cautious of the days where everything's extreme and all go mm -hmm. and trying to avoid the days where you're just digging a bigger, bigger hole for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's brilliant. I think we, I want to challenge the listener and the viewers just to, just to take five minutes and, or, or possibly longer, but just to write down your, your When Life Works list. Think of the times that you've been you know, having those really great days. Think of the basics that contribute to those days. You know, you got good sleep, you know, you, you, were, you were prepped in your meals or, or whatever it might be. You did some training, you did your food shop, you, whatever it might be. And just write them down. And if you, you want to send it to us, you know, feel free. We'll, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Um, I think we'll wrap it up there. I think this has been a really useful pod. I'm getting into the slang of this no. podcast <laughs> stuff now. Um, where do we go from here? What's happening next? Next episode. Well, I guess this first four have been a bit of an introduction to us and philosophically how we're different mm -hmm. at AKR. Yeah. Um, the next couple, we're going to turn to a bit more action steps. So let's say someone's taken on board the infinite game of fitness yeah. and, and they want to move forward and, and get into it. So we're going to talk about how we get started with exercise and then let's uh, the next one will be about trying to make nutrition a little simpler, simpler yeah. for people fine and that's it folks thank you so much for listening if you could give us a, a review that'd be great a like a share on all socials is also very welcome thank you very much folks we'll see you in the next one thank you